Okay, as soon as I got done recording and uploading today's update, we got another update. There is a brand new press release from the Moscow Police Department, so let's read it together, shall we? December 5th, 2022, Moscow Homicide Update. Moscow, Idaho. The Moscow Police Department is providing the following information to update the public on the known facts surrounding the four murders that occurred on November 13th in Moscow, Idaho. Updated information. There have been statements and speculation about this case, victims' injuries, cause of death, evidence collection and processing, and investigative techniques. With the active criminal investigation, law enforcement has not released additional facts to the family or the public. We recognize the frustration this causes and that speculation proliferates in the absence of facts. However, we firmly believe speculation and unvetted information is a disservice to the victims, their families, and our community. The Moscow Police Department is committed to providing information whenever possible, but not at the expense of compromising the investigation and prosecution. Detectives continue investigating what occurred from approximately 9 p.m. on November 12th to 1.45 a.m. on November 13th, when Ethan Chapin and Zana Kernodal were believed to be at the Sigma Chi House on the University of Idaho campus at 735 Nez Perce Drive. Any interactions, contacts, direction, and method of travel or anything abnormal could add context to what occurred. Detectives continue processing and working through more than 2,645 emailed tips, 2,770 phone tips, and 1,084 digital media submissions. We believe someone has information that will add context to the picture investigators are creating of what occurred that evening. Our focus is the investigation, not the activities. Your information, whether you believe it is significant or not, might be one of the puzzle pieces that help solve these murders. Using tips and leads, investigators have identified an incident involving Kaylee at a local business, which may have been the stalker reference she made to friends and family. In mid-October, two males were seen inside a local business. They parted ways, and one male appeared to follow Kaylee inside the business and, as she exited, to walk towards her car. The male turned away, and it did not appear he made any contact with her. Detectives contacted both males and learned the two were attempting to meet women at the business. This was corroborated through additional investigation. Based on available information, detectives believe this was an isolated incident and not an ongoing pattern of stalking. No evidence suggests the two males were involved in the murders. Investigators continue looking into information about Kaylee having a stalker. Information about potential stalker or unusual occurrences should go through the tip line. There have been numerous requests about the dog found at the residence on the morning of November 13th. Arriving officers entered the residence and found the deceased victims. During the search of the home, a dog was found in a room where the crimes had not been committed. Officers did not find any evidence on the dog, and there was no indication the animal had entered the crime scene. The dog was taken to animal services and released to a responsible person. While the dog was in the house when officers arrived, it has not been determined where the dog was physically located when the murders took place. At this time, no suspect has been identified and only vetted information that does not hinder the investigation will be released to the public. There is speculation without factual backing, stoking community fears, and spreading false information. We encourage referencing official releases for accurate information and updated progress. 
tips. Detectives are looking for context to the events and people involved in these murders. To assist with the ongoing investigation, any odd or out-of-the-ordinary events that took place should be reported. Our focus is the investigation, not the activities. Your information, whether you believe it to be significant or not, might be the piece of the puzzle that helps investigators solve these murders. Information can be submitted to the tip line at area code 208 883-7180 or email tipline at ci.mosco.id.us or digital media to fbi.gov slash Moscow, Idaho. All press releases and information related to this case are available at www.ci.mosco.id.us slash 1064 slash King Street Homicide. (sighs) Okay, well, all in all, absolutely nothing new. Then it goes into the investigation timeline. On the evening of November 12th, Kaylee Goncalves and Madison Mogan were at a local bar called Corner Club at 202 North Main Street in downtown Moscow between 10 p.m. and 1.30 a.m. on November 13th. At approximately 1.40 a.m., Kaylee and Madison are seen on video at a local food vendor called the Grub Truck at 318 South Main Street and used a private party for a ride home from downtown to arrive at their 1122 King Road residence around 1.56 a.m. Investigators have determined that Ethan Chapin and Zaina Kernodal were seen at the Sigma Chi House on the University of Idaho campus at 735 Nez Perce Drive. At approximately 1.45 a.m., Ethan and Zaina are believed to have returned to the residence at 1122 King Road. It was previously reported that Ethan resided at the home. However, it has been determined that he was only visiting. Detectives believe that on November 12th, the two surviving roommates had also been out in the Moscow community separately, but returned home around 1 a.m. on November 13th. The two did not wake up until later that morning. On November 13th, the surviving roommates summoned friends to the residence because they believed one of the second-floor victims had passed out and was not waking up. At 11.58 a.m., a 911 call requested aid for an unconscious person. The call was made from one of the surviving roommates' cell phones inside the residence. Multiple people talked with the 911 dispatcher before Moscow police arrived at the location. Officers entered the residence and found two victims on the second floor and two victims on the third floor. Autopsies were conducted on November 17th. The Latah County Coroner confirmed the identity of the four murdered individuals and their cause and manner of death as homicide by stabbing. Again, y'all, that is not a cause and manner of death. And I am so fucking sick of them saying this shit wrong on here, but... Uh, I digress. The coroner stated the four victims were likely asleep, some had defensive wounds, and each was stabbed multiple times. There was no sign of sexual assault. Detectives are seeking all outside surveillance video taken from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. on Sunday, November 13th from businesses and residences within the geographical area listed below. Detectives request all available videos, whether there appears to be motion and content or not. The areas are listed as West Taylor Avenue, West Palouse River Drive, Highway 95 South to the 2700 block of Highway 95 South, and the Arboretum and Botanical Garden West Boundary. Detectives are also seeking additional tips and surveillance video of any unusual behavior on the night of November 12th into the early hours of November 13th while Kaylee and Madison were in downtown Moscow and while Ethan and Zana were at the Sigma Chi house. 
Anyone who observed unusual behavior near these areas or has video surveillance is asked to submit their tips. Investigators have looked extensively into information received about Kaylee having a stalker. They have pursued hundreds of pieces of information related to this topic, but have not verified or identified a stalker. Anyone with information about a potential stalker or unusual instances is asked to contact the tip line. At this time in the investigation, detectives do not believe the following are involved in this crime. The two surviving roommates. The male in the grub truck surveillance video. Private party driver who took Kaylee and Madison home on November 13th. The male Kaylee and Madison called numerous times during the early morning hours of November 13th. Any individual at the residence when 911 was called or the individual on the lease who moved out of the residence before the school year started and was not present at the time of the incident. Additional information related to the investigation. Currently, no suspects are in custody and no weapon has been located. On the night of the incident, officers located a dog at the residence. The dog was unharmed turned over to animal services, and later released to a responsible party. Local businesses were contacted to determine if a fixed blade knife had been recently purchased. Detectives seized the contents of three dumpsters on King Road to locate possible evidence. Governor Brad Little directed up to $1 million in state emergency funds for the ongoing investigation. Throughout the investigation, detectives have collected more than 2,770 calls to the tip line, over 2,645 emails, over 1,084 digital media submissions, and 113 pieces of physical evidence collected and taken to the ISP crime lab. Approximately 4,000 crime scene photos have been taken and multiple three-dimensional scans of the residents. On November 29th, as part of the ongoing homicide investigation and original search warrant, detectives relocated five vehicles from within the police perimeter to a more secure long-term storage location to continue processing evidence. Idaho State Police Forensic Services Crime Lab scientists have worked on this case for weeks and have provided testing and analysis results to detectives. As they complete additional tests, those results will also be provided. To protect the investigation's integrity, specific results will not be released. As detectives move forward with the homicide investigation, a private security company has been contracted to provide scene security to free up patrol resources. The scene remains under police control. Detectives are aware of a sixth person listed on the lease at the residence. They have spoken to this individual and confirmed they moved out prior to the start of the school year and was not present at the time of the incident. Detectives do not believe this person has any involvement in the murders. Rumor control. There has been extensive media interest regarding an incident at Taylor Avenue and Band Field on November 13th, 2022 at 3.01 a.m. This incident was an alcohol offense, which was addressed by the on-scene officer. This call is not related to the murder investigation. For further details regarding this incident, a Moscow Police Department public records request can be submitted referencing incident number 22-MO9896. 
We have not changed our belief that the murders were a targeted attack. However, investigators have not concluded if the target was the residents or its occupants. There have been media questions about a September 12, 2022 incident regarding an argument between a group of people walking on the University of Idaho bike path and a cyclist. It was reported that during the confrontation, the cyclist displayed a folding knife, both parties dispersed, and there was no injuries. The cyclist turned himself into the police. The case was investigated, and misdemeanor charges were referred to the Moscow City Attorney's Office. There is no connection between the individual involved in this incident and the current murder investigation. There have been media questions regarding a February 2022 death on Baker Street. The Lataw County Coroner's Office has confirmed the death was due to an overdose. This case is not related to the ongoing murder investigation. There have been online reports of a red Mustang on South Deacon Street being processed as part of the murder investigation. This information is not accurate and the vehicle is not connected to this incident. The identity of the 911 caller has not been released. There have been numerous media inquiries about a 1999 double stabbing in Pullman, Washington, and the 2021 double stabbing with one death in Salem, Oregon. While these cases share similarities with the King Street homicides, there does not appear to be any evidence to support these cases are related. Detectives are aware of a Lataw County Sheriff's Office incident of the report of a skinned dog, but do not believe there is any evidence to support it is related to this incident. Contact Lataw County Sheriff's Office for further details. Detectives are also aware of a Moscow police incident of the report of a deceased animal left at a resident's property. This was determined to be wildlife activity and not related to the murders. Online reports of the victims being tied and gagged are not accurate. The Moscow Police Department is utilizing assistance from the Idaho State Police, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, and the Lataw County Sheriff's Office. Assigned resources vary based on the current needs of the investigation. These numbers are approximated and do not reflect additional off-site personnel or other assistance provided. Moscow Police Department has six detectives, five support staff. The Federal Bureau of Investigations has 46 investigators in Moscow and located throughout the United States, plus two Behavioral Analysis Unit investigators. The Idaho State Police have 13 investigators in Moscow, 15 uniformed troopers assisting with community patrols, communication teams, and ISP forensic services. The Moscow Police Department thanks our community for their continued support, understanding of the limited information we can share, and patience during this difficult time. Press releases are located on the City of Moscow website. And that, my true crime besties, is the five-page updated press release provided by the Moscow Police Department today, December 5th, 2022. And that's a wrap for this situation episode, and I will see you guys on tomorrow's episode, or... Hell, I might see you guys later tonight if more information surfaces today. You never know with this case, but either way, I will keep you updated. So whether it's tomorrow, tonight, hell, who knows? But I will see you guys on the next episode.